Hi, and welcome to Comfortable in Your Own Skin podcast. I'm Andrea Gullick, speaker, writer, and international mentor. Together, we're going to walk the path of becoming comfortable in our own skin by seeking radical honesty with yourself, making conscious choices, and living a life on point. And the only way you can live a life on point is to be comfortable in your own skin. And the only way to become comfortable in your own skin is to begin to ask why you're not already. Maybe it's untethering from family stories, from generational patterns. Maybe you've had encounters with trauma or hardship. Maybe you've just always questioned Who am I exactly? Irrespective of anything that's happened, anything you have or haven't done, this is a journey of how to just be you, comfortable in your own skin. How many times have you heard the statement, you have to work hard to get to where you want to go? Or something along those lines that the insinuation that anything that is worth having, anything that is worth achieving, anything that is worth striving for comes with a lot of hard work. And I think in a lot of ways that maybe sets us up for a life that isn't necessarily the way we would want it to feel. Hard work, things being hard, doesn't really give off that vibe of it being overly enjoyable. When things are hard, it, I guess that fires some people up, but for other people it actually almost snuffs out the, the fire to really put in and really, or not even put in, but just to be at one with what it is that you're doing, what it is that you are wanting to create. And so this whole hard work thing, I want to really open up a conduit of thinking or contemplating or just questioning around what happens if easy is right? Easy is right. What if what we're here to do, what we're here to achieve, what we're here to create, what we're here to open the world up to, what if what we're, who we're here to be, how we're here to interact, communicate, connect, what happens if easy is right? And this is sort of a follow-on from last week, I guess, in a lot of ways. A lot of the topics that I speak about or speak to do intertwine because essentially it's always going to be a similar message with little fragments or tentacles that just sort of shoot off in different areas in different ways, teasing apart different ideas and opening up to maybe more awareness around the way that we do live our life and what does get in the way of us being comfortable in our own skin. 
And a lot of the time what gets in the way are these beliefs and perceptions that have been literally programmed into us and some with a deliberate connotation to to keep us caged or controlled or from lots of different places because to keep people controlled is safe it's predictable but there's so many things in each of our lives that it's not a deliberate program it hasn't been a deliberate attempt to keep us living small to keep us from shining or anything like that it's not this sinister plot against each and every one of us to make us uncomfortable in our own skin but there certainly is an aspect where the people that have come before us have not questioned and have not opened up to a different way of being thinking questioning all of those things it takes a level of self-responsibility to be willing to uncover and untangle and unravel and really open up to the opposite maybe to what generations before us have believed and lived their life by and that's the beauty of evolution that's the beauty of really being able to see that each generation will evolve beyond the last one in so many ways, not just external things like it's evolving from horse and cart into a car, but we as humans evolve too, evolving and, and changing and opening up to, you know, things like divorce. There, were, there come a time where back in the past that marriage was forever, whether it was absolutely miserable or damaging, there was no getting divorced and so we evolve into that realisation that people need the opportunity to be able to make the choices that are right for them. And so there's this new awareness, this new understanding, this new questioning of is the old way still working? Did the old way actually ever work? And so this is kind of what today's exploration is about is that what happens if living our life does not have to be hard work what happens if our jobs and our relationships and our dreams and our goals and all of those things do not have to be hard what happens if they get to be easy and how does that change the way that you feel within yourself if that really does become your truth? Because it should and it can be easy to be who we are. Most often it is the fear of who we think we might be or who we've been told we are that is the thing that is hard. But if we learn and give ourselves the opportunity to go beneath that, to go beneath the perceptions and the projections of the external world and find a way in, 
into the silence, into the sanctity, into the absolute stillness within ourselves and search there for the truth and become so rock solid in our own truth of who we are then it should become easy because from that point from that point of knowing from that point of not needing to be in fear of what other people think or what things don't go right or what doesn't line up in terms of what we believe should happen and how the world should be and how things should work out for us. We just get to come back to the truth and that becomes easy because we just make conscious decisions. We make conscious decisions about what we step towards, why we step towards it, why we pull back, why we have this conversation, why we choose not to have that conversation, why we decide to go for that job or not that job, why we decide to end that friendship or forge ahead with that one. All of our choices, all of our interactions become such a, a cemented knowing that this is what is right for me because it's easy. And the argument could be, but how do you grow? Because we grow within, a lot of our growth can be done when things aren't easy. And so this is the thing, that there will be moments that aren't easy, but we get to choose how to move back to that, how to make the choices, make the changes, and move towards that ease, or to at least recognise that the reason that this is hard at the moment is because it's not quite in alignment for me. And so when we look at this in terms of easy is right, sometimes easy can be misinterpreted to being not much. That the, the, the hard work is about the amount that we take on, the amount that we, that we try to do, the amount that we try to be seen or, or try to be recognised or try to please or try to... It's, it's, it's the amount that is almost the hard part. Whereas easy, easy is right, there's almost that feeling of because you're not really stepping up. You're not really doing a great deal. The whole an easy life is one where you kind of just chill. There's not a massive amount of momentum because momentum really is connected to it being hard, in my opinion, I guess. But it could not be further from the truth. The statement, easy is right, has nothing to do with our output. It has nothing to do with the things that we are or aren't doing. 
and everything to do with how it feels to do them. Because when you follow the ease and being in alignment, and what is alignment, I I talk about it and have spoken about it numerous times and it can be a bit of a throwaway word really, but alignment is, is for me when we are being who we are here to be and doing what we are here to do that there is a, a pureness in, in our attention, there is a pureness in our agenda, that's even the right word, that there's literally no agenda, I guess, but, but there is this pureness of, of, of how we are living our life because we just know what we're here for. We know who we're here to be, like who are we and we're being that and we are being that at such a pure resonance that we are not being what we think we need to be. We are not being who we're told to be. We are not being something or someone that feels safe. We are literally honouring who we know we are. And who we are is separate to what we do. So there might be times that even if you can absolutely come into this very fixed, strong, grounded sense that I am a caring, empathetic, compassionate person and that's who I am here to be, that doesn't necessarily mean that you never do anything that's unkind. It's not saying that. It's not about being perfect. It's about when you are being true to yourself, when you are not in a state of doubting or having moments of not enoughness or or wanting to, needing that affirmation that you matter, when you are not in that state that takes us away from the truth of who we are, then that is and can be the absolute essence of who we are. But we will move and and tumble out of that knowing and and, and move into a forgetting at, at different times in our life. When you're under stress, when you're under pressure, when things have changed in your life that you have no control over, we can get a little shaky. And so you might then make choices and do things that aren't the truth of you but they're things that you do you did the unkind thing doesn't mean you're an unkind person they're separate and it's that willingness to be able to see that the difference between being grounded in the truth of you and really knowing at the very essence of your core who you are here to be and then seeing what happens sometimes or what has happened sometimes over your life that you maybe weren't honouring that and therefore did things that don't line up to who you are here to be, the, the highest version of who you are. 
And you will know because those situations where you do things that aren't in resonance, they won't create ease. They won't feel right. And that's what I mean in terms of easy is right. That that whole, it's why it's so powerful to really keep coming back and and lifting up the covers and shedding those layers of, of not self so that you can continually dig deeper and dig deeper, not necessarily sitting there for years on end, like, who am I? Who am I? It, it's not about that. But it is about being radically honest with what are your greatest virtues? What are your greatest gifts? What do you and what are you prepared to own that separates you from anybody else on this planet? What makes you unique? What makes you magnificent? And I've spoken about this before and I've done speaking events about this very topic, owning your magnificence. And it's interesting how many people are challenged by the concept or the possibility or the opportunity to truly own your magnificence. Because somewhere along the line, as I said earlier, there's been programs or beliefs that have been passed on that that is in some ways arrogant. And I absolutely refuse to believe that. I think there can be an energy of arrogance for people that are not rock solid in who they are, who are not grounded in the truth of their magnificence. And so therefore they need to continually seek that validation and sometimes that can transpire in in needing to grandstand and needing to puff out our chest and needing other people to see us. That's actually a massive reflection of someone that's not owning their magnificence. They don't know exactly what sets them apart because when you do, you don't necessarily need anybody else to know it. But you have to know it. You have to be sure of it. You have to be open to it. And that is when easy is right becomes so much more tangible. It becomes easy to be who you are. It becomes easy to follow your innate gut instinct of the places and spaces that you're being called to or the places and spaces that you are being called back from. And the momentum of following that is, this is where in terms of earlier when I said that it's not about the output, you know, that a lot of times that whole you've got to work hard is about how much we can fit in a day or how much we can fit into our working days or our or our relationships or or whatever. It's about the aligned action, not the amount. That's why it's easy. Because when it's right, it will flow. To be you will flow. 
the way that you communicate will flow, the way that you interact will flow, the way that you forgive will flow, the way that you love will flow, the way that you achieve will flow. Everything will flow from that place with momentum that you cannot achieve easily if it's not right for you. You can achieve a lot of stuff, but if it's not necessarily right for you, if it's not necessarily coming from the right place, if it's not being infused and coming through you being who you are, it will be hard and it doesn't have to be. It absolutely doesn't have to be hard to be you. It doesn't have to be hard to achieve what you want to achieve. It doesn't have to be hard to love who you are, to love others, to open up to the more of life. It doesn't have to be hard to be comfortable in your own skin. But you have to be willing to accept that easy is right. And that you're allowed to have a life that is filled with ease. And that you're not getting anything wrong because we've been so drilled into hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. You're allowed to give yourself permission to have an easy life. And an easy life is what is resonant for you. So easy might be that you love, like it's easy for you to work 65 hours a week. That's not what this is. That's not what makes it easy or hard. What makes it easy or hard is that it's what you want to be doing. It's that you are being who you are here to be. That's the difference between what's hard and what's easy and how hard you make things or how easy you make things. How willing you are to rebound into a more easier way of being if things do get hard. To be you and to do what you want to do absolutely gets to be easy because that's the right thing. <laughs>